And now, from high atop the Camelback Towers in Scottsdale, from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, a man whose life revolves around his family, sports, grilling, and bad jokes, your host of the Dad Podcast, talking all things dad, here's Chris Brewer. All right, another Thursday, another Dad Podcast. Uh, my Ooh. boy Sean in the house, as usual. Jason, uh, I don't know. I looked it up, Sean. There's not even a there's not even a fire department in his area, so I don't know where he's claims he's going. You know that 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 makes sense. It's all coming coming together yeah. for him. A yeah. lot of lot of things that he's been saying lately are not not adding up. Mm-hmm. But he's not here. Uh, he might he might pop in. And Chris, uh, uh, it's a good thing he just keeps uh, getting promotions. Uh, you know, I'm being serious. And so his schedule continues to be uh, not accommodating for for the bot podcast. But uh, bittersweet, right? What's that? Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Uh, I know he wants to be on real bad. Uh, Sean, I'm spent emotionally. We had Mackenzie uh, in the studio last week and kind of sending her off before she left for Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff. And Tuesday was move-in day. Uh, so Monday night, last night, uh, together, helped move her in on Tuesday. Sean, I know you're going to be going through that uh, in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Man, it, it's hard. <sighs> I mean, it's great. It, it, you're so happy for them, and and uh, I think we I think we do pretty good jobs as dads. So you know they're in a, in a good spot, but. It's 18 years just walking out the door. Down the tubes. Down yeah. the tubes. Um, so Monday night, uh, kind of tried to make it, make it nice. I had my sister and Chris and, and their little guy, Ben, over. Uh, my mom was out of town, or she, she would have been there. And I just ordered some, some pizza and wings, and, and we hung out and sat at the table and, and told stories and, and laughed. And uh, it was a great evening. And then Chris and, and Betsy and Ben uh, went home and the others had, had school. They went to bed and I'm like, I can't. Oh, I know what we did. Sorry, Sean. Uh, Mackenzie and I have started this. Sean, guess what we're playing or going to be playing every day. She's like, we're going to play this every day, right, Dad? What do you think we're playing? What you're playing every day. Yep. Is, is she joining us on Wordle? I'm, her and I are, are playing Wordle. Okay. So we played Wordle. We, we laid in a room, and we got that rolling. And then Sam came in and wanted to see what it was all about. So I even have Sam playing Wordle in the morning um nice uh and then so everybody goes to bed i'm still up i don't really want to go to bed uh because i'm i'm sad uh she's still up so i'm like mackenzie 
How about uh, how about you watch Seinfeld with your old man? Nice. And we uh, we watched two episodes of Seinfeld together. Just her and I on the couch. We watched uh, uh, Festivus, and then I said, "I'm going to show you my favorite episode." Uh, Sean, do you have a guess of what my favorite episode is? Seinfeld. That would be appropriate to watch with your daughter? Yeah, because some of them aren't. <laughs> um, Kramer hitting a golf ball into the ocean? No, that's a good one. I, I think I thought about it. No, we watched the Merv Griffin set. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes I sense. Love, right. I love that one. Uh, but rewatching it, because the Merv Griffin, I love that part. But not as much good stuff actually going on in that episode besides Merv Griffin. But uh, we watched an hour of Seinfeld together, and then she's like, I'm getting tired. I think I'm going to go to bed, and I wanted to go. It's now midnight. Uh, I'm not going to work the next day. Uh, but I'm like, I did not want to go to sleep knowing that she was still up because it was like, this is it. This is the last, last few minutes of this uh, so we, we got an hour of Seinfeld together, and then, then she went to bed, I went to bed. And then uh, we hit the road Tuesday morning, and her car's packed. Uh, I'm driving, and then her mom is driving, and, and her car was packed. So I, I, uh, Mackenzie and I drove over to her mom's house and uh, met up, and then I said, Mackenzie... Uh, you got the address and the GPS, you know, you know where you're going. And she's like, yes. And I said, hopefully you, uh, hopefully you don't end up at a Dillard's. <laughs> if you oh, recall man. last, last week, she couldn't get at, could listen she put in the GPS, uh, trying to get here, got lost and keeps calling me. I'm in the Dillard's parking lot, dad. I don't know where to go. And so I make that joke as as we're as we're leaving Tuesday, uh, hopefully you don't end up at a at a Dillard's. So the first thing we were going to do when we get, got up to Flagstaff, uh, her mom and I were going to get her get Mackenzie set up with a checking and savings account. So pull into uh, the bank that we're that we're going to uh, do this at, and I look to my right, and what? What is to my right, Sean? I'm going to go with Dillard. Dillard's. Oh, Lord. Yes. It brought us right right to Dillard's. And Mackenzie gets out of the car. I'm like, Mackenzie, look over there. Oh, my gosh. Dillard's dead. And uh, <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, so we got to set her up with, with the checking and savings account, which I thought was going to take, I don't know, 10 minutes. Right? Remember getting just opening up a checking and a savings account? Yeah, yeah. How easy that was? It, it, it we were there easy. for like 30 minutes. The lady's saying, hey, would, are you interested in maybe opening up a, a credit card so you can start <laughs> uh, credit for when you start making larger purchases when you get older? And I'm thinking, lady, we just need a checking and a savings account. I've got some cash here, and we want to be on our way. So that took forever. Uh, she did not get a credit card, by the way. There was no way that that was happening. And then we get, um, and I'm kind of walking you through this, Sean. So 
you know kind of what the day is going to be like in a, in in a few weeks. So then we get to uh, oh we then we went out to lunch because uh, we had we had a little bit of time uh, before uh, her actual scheduled time was. Uh, we went mm-hmm. to Best Buy, got her an Ethernet cable. Apparently, you needed an Ethernet cable so that your uh, Wi-Fi would be quicker in the dorms. So that was important purchase, I guess. And then we went to the sandwich place in Flagstaff, which was pretty cool because her mom uh, is alumni and went to Northern Arizona University. And she said, uh, Mackenzie, this is the, actually the first place that I ever went when I went to school. So then Mackenzie is having lunch at the same place her mom did her first day. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a great sandwich, too. Uh, <laughs> Most importantly. And they had beer on tap. So I had a had a good cold cold pale ale, local pale ale, and a really good sandwich. And then we uh, now it's like now it's real, okay. Lunch is over, and now we're we're driving to to the dorm, and uh, they actually have a, a parking garage. So I we parked in the parking garage, and then you checked out. We didn't have this, Sean. You could tell me if you guys if you guys did, but we just had to carry everything upstairs and we didn't have an elevator, uh, but they had an elevator. You checked out this big bin, kind of like what you see, like uh, when they're loading uh, an airplane with luggage, you know that. Right. Yeah. 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 So you you got each kid got to check one of those out and we filled that up. We have probably about two, three trips and then we uh, found her dorm and took the elevator up and then it was then it got very real. Now we're in the dorm room and we're we're unpacking and I could see Mackenzie starting to get a little overwhelmed. Uh, nothing bad, just I could I could tell and, and uh, kiddo, it's gonna it's gonna be all right. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna just nail this. I know it. Was she uh, the first one in her room? Uh, they staggered it, and I think it's on purpose, so you have your own time. So it was sure. uh, us from, I don't know, 140, and then we had like 40 minutes, and then the roommate was at, I don't know, 2 o'clock. So that we were in there together at, because we were there for hours. It took, it took a long time. Uh, so we're unpacking, and... Uh, I did. I did this, and so I had this plant, and I had thought about this doing this for for a while. So you know, challenge for for a child. She she grew up with her mom and dad uh, going through a divorce, and so two two homes, and so years ago, I when I was dropping the kids off or picking them up, something at at their mom's house. I noticed their mom was throwing out, clearly was just going through stuff and and throwing out um, stuff from her garage or plants and stuff. I noticed a plant she was throwing out and I was like, oh, that's still a a good plant. And people will laugh because they know I'm I'm such a hoarder with stuff like that. But I was like, "That's that's a really good plant. So I took it and I've been growing it ever since. And I took it on purpose because I was like, you know what, I'm going to take that. And then 
Sam and Mackenzie will have something from their mom growing here at our house. I thought that was, I don't know, neat. I'm sentimental. Uh, so I've had this plant growing, and I thought about this a couple years ago. I thought, you know, when Mackenzie goes off to school, I'm going to take part of that plant and replant it, and then it'll be, she can have it in her, in her dorm room, whatever. So I did that, and so I... So she's got, I gave her a, a plant with a pot that I've had for a long time. And I, was, and I told her, now you have something here that came from your mom's house, been growing at our house, my house, and now it's here with you. And she loved that. That's and really cool, Chris. Thank you. She, That's she, cool. Teared, she teared up. So did her mom. And she, she has it right there, right there by her, right there by her bed uh and then a thing that Mackenzie did on her own as we're unpacking and and doing all this stuff she's starting to decorate her walls and I'm seeing what that she's taking you know I'm looking at the posters that she bought or brought from home and what did she choose and I see two little cards uh I immediately recognize the handwriting on one and we had no conversation about this She'd made no mention of it. I never made like a recommend. There's been no, this is just her doing this on her own. She takes out a little card that my mom had given her years ago. Nothing major, just like a happy Easter, Mackenzie. Hope you have a great day. Love you, grandma. But she just wanted something that was her grandma's that had my grandma had uh her grandma had given her she wanted that on her wall and then she had it something similar from her great grandma who's uh still still with us 100 over 100 years old and those were the only family uh things that she put up was something from my mom and from her grandma uh or great grandma i thought that was i was so touched by that it was it was it was so neat that just means that she has a sense of family, and that's totally. due to all of you, which Thank is you. really cool because a lot of times when kids break out on their own, they don't want that. Yeah. They leave that all behind, but the fact that she took that with her and put it on the wall, that was cool. I thought, I thought that was uh, so neat. So uh, room's starting to come together, and we've got to take another trip down uh, to the car. So she comes with me. And we're up in Flagstaff, and this time of year, thunderstorms and stuff like that. And it's just her and I walking, and then it starts raining. And I'm like, oh, this, this is a, actually a good sign, Mackenzie. She's like, it is? I said, well, you know, when you get married, they say, if it rains on your wedding day, it's good luck. And I said, you know, when your uh, stepmom and I got married... There was no reason for this. Sean, you were there. You may even remember this. It wasn't in the forecast. It wasn't on, on the radar. There was no reason for it. And all of a sudden at our wedding, it started showering for like five minutes. Five quick little shower. I was like, whoa. So now it's raining. And I tell this to Mackenzie. I said, so it's, it's a sign of good luck. It's raining on your move-in day. I think this is a good sign. You're, you're really going to have 
uh, a great time. And she smiled and uh, gave me a hug, said thank you. And uh, we just kept uh, doing the room. And it, it took several hours. I was there till we got, we started moving in. Like I said, what, 1.30 ended around 5. Uh, so several hours of, of moving in. Uh, one thing... One thing you need to be prepared for, Sean, do you guys have something called a portal? Yes. Well, you, Brooke, yeah, yes. Brooke does. Yeah. Has she been on it? Uh, I, I think consistently for the past few months, but I, I've never really gone on. I, I've been on it maybe once to pay tuition, but that's about it. So you've been on it to pay tuition? Yeah. Did it break, did, did it, break it up into different things like tuition, Rent, the meal it broke plan. It, up into three, it, it broke it up into tuition. Yes, tuition, uh, housing, and the meal plan. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder this portal. I hate, <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I cussed at it yesterday, and then for us to go on. It sends Mackenzie a text, and Mackenzie actually has to approve us going on. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh my God! So, still had, still had that. Uh, How the tables are, the tables are turning. Oh, and she's so great about getting back to me immediately. So it, well, it sure should never, yeah. it will yeah. never be an issue. If uh, she's anything like my kids, yeah, I'm sure she's awesome at it immediately. Uh, but uh, you know, ended about five o'clock. And it was it was still there was a thunderstorm going on. The lights were on. Uh, it was so cozy. I'm like, Mackenzie, I love your room. I don't want to leave. This is so cozy in here. And she's like, it really is. And I opened the window so we could hear the rain. And uh, I was like, and now is she is she kind of uh, I mean, I've been to Flagstaff a couple of times, but you also sent me pictures of uh, her in her room, which I, I, I just looked up because I wanted to see the plant in the picture. Uh, is she like is she like kind of on a. I know it's Flagstaff, but kind of on a city street with a building on the other side of the street. Uh, no, that's another dorm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really clean, pretty campus. Okay. Okay. I, I, I was like blown away how much I liked it. Great. Yeah. Uh, really clean. Uh, def definitely saw uh, some some interesting looking folk. Uh, just like okay, <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to be nice here, but there was there was some some freshmen where I was just kind of looking at them like, mm, oh okay, right, interesting. Oh, and your parents are even more interesting looking. Yeah, uh, she'll, she'll she'll all of a sudden appreciate you more in, uh, in the next coming weeks. I I, I know I went through that mm -hmm. where I was like, man, isn't uh, it funny how you're scoping everything out? I really was. Yeah. I, I was. I was checking ev everything out and just. Who's going to be around my daughter? Yeah, I, yeah. I was yeah. And just trying to get a lay of the land, uh, and this was really uh, funny and just kind of full circle. So I did coach McKenzie in soccer for two years. Uh, I was I was assistant coach and then I was a head coach, and when I was the assistant coach. That was in, I want to say she was in the fourth, it's either fourth or fifth grade. Uh, and they, 
that was such a fun year, and they won the championship. But there was a little girl on her team that she went to school with named Ruby, and she's gone to school with her ever ever since then. Uh, but I, I don't really know her or know them. But I'm at the elevator. I think get, doing my last uh, bringing stuff up, and I look to my right, and it's uh, Ruby's dad. And he's like, hey. I was like, oh, hey. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and this girl that, you know, I coached uh, and knows McKenzie, and I, again, coached her in, like, fourth grade. They're on the same, same floor in college. So I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. Nice. But uh, 5 o'clock, I'm like, I, I think we're done here, kiddo. <laughs> and and I could, she started to tear up, and I said, I think, I, uh, I think I'm, it's time for me to go. And uh, so we walked downstairs together and gave each other a big hug, and she just said how much she was going to miss me and, and, and all of that. And then we went in for a second hug mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just looked at each other. And I was like, I love you. And, and uh, she and her roommate went off to take care of an errand. And I, and I walked off and it was like, oh, my God. And the drive from Flagstaff to uh, Glendale is about two hours. So there was probably an hour in there of crying and then an hour of recovering from crying Aww. and uh, yeah it's an emo- <laughs> it was an emotional day and I woke up yeah. I woke up Wednesday and I was I thought like a train had hit me like I was exhausted exhausted I'm curious about something though I'm wondering if it if it's different with a son versus a daughter, you know what I mean. I would think so. You, you think the, it would be less less emotional sending your son off than than a daughter. Why do you think that would be? I don't know. I'm just curious because you know, daddy's girls. You know, da- the the daughter. It seems like it's more of an emotional connection, and sometimes with the boys, it's like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, it's a, it's uh, a real. It's a. I think it's a real thing. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. No, I, I was just. You know, obviously, you know, n- none of us uh, have experienced both of those, but I think that I would agree with you a little bit. And uh, when I think about it, I think of part part of the concern that the natural concern that Chris and I have is the safety of our daughter and the dramas and the this yeah. and the that, which. Realistically, we, you just don't need to worry about quite as much with boys. I totally agree with that. And, uh, and see, I had a different thing, too, because when my son left, he went into the Air Force. He didn't go to college. He went straight to the Air Force. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like I raised a young adult. I didn't raise a child. I was raising a young adult and working through that whole thing, being a single mom to a son. We did those mom and, and we did those dad and son things versus mom and son. So for me, I didn't cry when he left. I was kind of like, spread your wings and fly, dude. Go have fun. See what life has to offer. And I'm always here if you need me kind of thing. And it just, I've always wondered if that's the same way with, with most sons, because we, we think guys can, I don't know if we think guys can handle no. it better than girls. No, I, but, th- I think there's some, yeah. I think there's truth to that. But 
I think a go, couple things here, at least for like Mackenzie and I, it goes it goes deeper because we've been through a lot together, uh, like a divorce, uh, loss of my father, and she was she was she was the only one who knew my dad. Uh, I know she doesn't remember him. She was really young, but she she was aware that something was was happening. So we, there's uh, dad getting remarried. Um, there's been a journey here. So it was like it wasn't just sending her off to college. It was kind of the end of, or at least this part of this journey of her and I always kind of being a team and being there for each other and going through things that not everybody necessarily goes through, uh, but we did, and we did it together. So there's that. And then kind of to speak to what you're saying, Robin, at least, Sean, you you might go through this. You know, and I don't want to get into the whole thing on college. That's not the point of this, of, you know, you were sending your son to the Air Force, which is a very safe I would think environment and Sometimes. a lot more controlled, I guess. The college nowadays, it's like, I don't know what's, go- what's oh, going on. Don't get it wrong. Yeah, and, don't, and when, when they graduate basic training and get assigned to their dorms on base, oh, there's some stuff that goes on, sneaking girls in, drinking underage. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that going on in the Air Force that I wasn't aware of. So, yeah, it kind of is like college life until no, that- for a little while. That yeah. that I'm fine with. I'm not yeah. concerned with. We Sean and I went through that. That that's just that's just college. That's I mean, just guy stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. Our our world has changed a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's why I was scoping everybody and everything out so much because now it's just like you know with social media and you're just protective and that's cool the norms have changed a bit yeah you you're know, just being just, protective yeah. and i you know coming from the background that i have i didn't really have a protective father so i love the idea that you're protective when it comes to her because that's important every girl needs her dad you know every yes. girl needs her yes, dad they do. so so from from someone with my background i'm grateful that you guys are like that. And I'm grateful that you're you're scoping out everything, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You're you're making sure Sean, your daughter's safe. Sean, you'll do the same thing, I'm sure. I'm sure I will. Yeah, we'll we'll uh So I'm just prepping you, man. A lot of well, stuff. Well, I, I appreciate it. And and uh yeah, it definitely will be a a heavy experience. A lot it'll, of, it'll be but look, yeah. looking forward to it. Uh anyway, um Have you heard from her? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Too soon. I I texted her before I got into the studio. Actually, I said uh, podcast time. Miss you. Let's see. Let's check the phone here. If she nope, nothing. I'm taking that up, as a good went, thing. I, I, so I assume you went up and back in one day, right? I did. I close enough. Yeah. If yeah. if I had to do it over again, I probably would have stayed the night. And if you had to do it over again, you probably would have stayed two weeks. Uh, not two weeks, but I, I know what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> no, I, w- I, I wish that I had had more time to, you know, walk around the campus, you know, see the student union, all, all, all the stuff. There just wasn't enough time to do that. And then it was pouring rain. 
Uh, yeah. So yeah, if I had to do it over again, if if you have the opportunity, Sean, I would I would stay the evening overnight, and then at least have a day to you know see the campus and and yeah, well, we'll the we'll, town we'll and um, yeah, and, and we, I still we, haven't we, really uh, seen yeah. Flagstaff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and, and and you'll have uh, you know. Knock on wood, all goes well, and you'll have plenty of time. You'll, you'll be uh, sick of Flagstaff in four years. And the cool, and the cool thing is, she's only, it's only two hours away, right? I mean, so yeah. you can beat the heat, go up and visit her, take her out to lunch, and get a tour totally. around campus and town. Yeah. And I loved it up there. I, I fell in love with uh, Flagstaff. I thought it was I, thought it was beautiful, dude. There's a it. great yeah, candy. Great. There's a great candy and fudge shop up there. You got to go check out. Who can't? I mean, you can't go into a small town like Flagstaff and not go into the candy and fudge shop. Okay. You got to. It's I, like ugh. I'm with you. Um. Well, enough about that. The so, something else has been something's been bothering me, Sean, through this whole whole time. I'm not joking. This is really bugging me, okay? So this is like real stuff that we were just talking about, emotions, kids going to school, um, going away to college. And this freaking commercial has been coming on that it is so over the top to me, Sean, and I find it so annoying, and it's like, I think the commercial is like coming home and I'm, I've been like this week, I'm, you know, all these emotions, I'm sending Mackenzie off to college and this, this commercial comes on and I'm like, geez, give me a freaking break. Robin, can you play this? <laughs> we always find a way back home. together something special in your home with the irresistible taste of Kraft Natural Cheese. That's still going. I can't hear it. That's annoying. Oh my God. Sean, there, there are people dancing on tables. They are laughing like the... Just having the greatest memory, and all of these memories are being made. It's for flipping shredded cheese, craft <laughs> shredded cheese, bagged shredded cheese. Important. It's not. And we're talking about coming back home and making memories, and we saved grandpa's life. And it's all around shredded cheese. It's driving it's driving me crazy. Have you seen that commercial? I I, I will say that I have not seen that commercial. But uh, yeah, so, sounds like some uh, heartstrings are trying to be pulled to uh, get us to buy some shredded cheese. I uh, I refuse. All, well, I don't buy shredded cheese because, as, as maybe you know, you should not buy shredded cheese. It's one of the. Uh, worse deals in a supermarket they tell you you should be shredding your own cheese and if you shred your own cheese you don't get that crappy white stuff that they that they put on the cheese okay good to know so uh listener shred your own cheese buy the brick in the shredder now thank uh, we you. do thank you i'm glad you told me that because now i'll go buy myself a shredder in my new house there you go sure, oh, but- be sure to be sure to title this episode shred your own cheese the Mackenzie, 
the McKenzie going off to college stuff, that was kind of fluff. This is the real show right here on is Kraft Shredded Cheese. And now I'm banning, I'm banning Kraft just because uh, of this annoying. I find most Andy Grammer songs uh, very annoying. I don't know if you do. Maybe that's your favorite uh, musician. I find his songs very annoying. This just adds to the list. And I didn't know it was his song when I got annoyed with the commercial. And then Alex last night asked me, who sings that? And I was like, I don't know. And I really didn't. So then I looked it up this morning and I was like, oh, no shit. It's Andy Grammer. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. But that has been truly, I'm, I'm not doing a bit here. That commercial has been so grating on me. Oh, oh no pun intended. Wow. wow. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was good, though. Thank you. I'll give you credit. Uh, anyway, so I found that, find that annoying. And then, Sean, you, I was talking to you about this. So I've been reflecting, you know, on McKenzie and college and kids getting older and all of this. I, I still have three at home, and I, I am not getting this. this I'm, I'm lumping this in here with annoyances. I don't remember doing this as a kid, and I think it's dumb that they do it, and we'll get into why, but my biggest pet peeve right now, Sean, is it doesn't matter which kid is doing it, if they take the last thing of something they just leave it in the pantry in the fridge in the freezer empty boxes yes yes wow big time do you have the same issue i have the exact same robin's issue laughing it's a it's a it's it's a big thing i don't call my kids out on much but i do call them out on that yes i do too <laughs> and i don't get it because if i was a kid I would want my mom or dad or whoever is buying the stuff to know we're out of this. Clearly, I like it because we're out of it. Why make it look like we still have it? Because now I'm not going to buy more. So if, if you like the Hostess Ding Dong and you just ate the last Hostess Ding Dong, when I was a kid, I would say, hey, mom, we're out of ding-dongs. And then I would get more ding-dongs. <laughs> right? Doesn't it's a, it's that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Is that not dumb? I feel like it's a dumb move. It is, yeah. Well, what's funny is um, you asked me before if I recently moved, and I moved like a month ago, and for two and a half weeks, I couch coached at my son's house. And they have a huge pantry where they buy a lot of stuff. And I noticed a lot of the empty boxes in there. And my daughter-in-law decided to get the kids to start redoing the pantry so that they, she could know this exact thing. Exact, okay. Because somebody would complain that they were out of something. And it's like, well, you didn't tell me. Right. So she got the kids taking the boxes out. The boxes made their way to the trash can but we're all around the trash can. Oh, yes. I'm not that a, move. Dude, I'm not a neat freak, but I stayed there for two and a half weeks, and I'm like looking at this going, I got to do something about this. I got to help out because, you know, the trash was getting full and boxes or whatever. So I grabbed my grandson, 
who's 10. I said, hey, David, let's, uh, let's do a little something together, shall we? So I got him to crush the soda boxes and the, okay. the, the chip boxes with his feet so we could fold them up and put them in a trash bag and tie the trash sure. bag and take it out. Because again, I'm in the same mind frame. I'm not shopping for them right now, but I heard the, the little thing. Well, mom, where is this? We don't have any more. Well, why didn't you take the box why out of the pantry? Why didn't you take the box out? You know, it's like, dude, how do we know if we don't know? And then the other move, I don't get this. This is a normal rule amongst families. We don't let the kid, or the rule is, you're not allowed to take food into your room. Okay? And I didn't growing. I, that was a rule in, in my house, so I, I just didn't. Okay, it's a rule in our house. Sean, is that a rule in your house? You can't take food into your room? Uh, it, it's really not. So they we, can. We've let that one slide, but, but, uh, I, but I agree with the rule. You, okay. That's the rule. They still take food into their rooms all the time. The only one who doesn't is Hudson, and I think that's just because of his age. Sam does it. Addison does it. Mackenzie did it up until she moved out. I find all the crap. Like, the packages are up there. And I'm like, again, you are stupid. Why don't you sneak it, eat it, and leave no evidence? And then that way you're not hearing about it and getting in trouble. Is that not a stupid move? I just think it's the same laziness of uh, whatever. But then it, it just yeah. be, you know, with, then it's with, an with, issue. Yeah. With that, what was what was always interesting to me is uh, you know, my wife would make the kids lunches and they would bring home the parts of their lunches that they haven't eaten. Oh my and of God, course, yes. you know, we're giving them it's just, and I don't want to tell them how to sneak, you know, sneak things away from us. But I'm just like, if you don't eat your carrots, just throw them away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't bring them home and show us that you haven't eaten them. I've given up on that. Yeah. I, I hate, I hate feeling like a quitter, but I went through the same thing and now it, like Sam and Addison are responsible for making their own lunch. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like having the fight every day that you didn't pack a vegetable. You're not going to eat the freaking vegetable. Well, you know, potato chips qualify as a vegetable to, you know, ki to kids. No. That, to, to some kids. To kids. I'm going to take it a step further. We're going to go back to college here, Robin. I had a, um, he lived in our dorm. Eugene, his name was Eugene. I've been trying to think of his name all week. Eugene and I debate. This was an actual debate. This was, uh, you know, the movie The Blind Side? Mm -hmm. He looked like the guy in The Blind Side. So imagine this big of a guy. And Eugene was going to try, uh, truly, he was, he was attending Northern Colorado where I was going because he was asked to attempt to make the football team. He, he wasn't a scholarship player. He was going to try to make it as a walk-on. 
Eugene debated me that French fries were healthy <laughs> because it was a potato. Yeah, no. I'm like, Eugene, no. Yes, it's a root vegetable. However, it's now been fried in oil or fat and covered in salt. It's not healthy. No. Oh, no. No, it's a potato, Chris. This, so Eugene, just to prove, uh, <laughs> I guess my point here, Eugene and I were walking to uh, the hall for dinner one evening, and I said, Eugene, don't you have a mandatory 6 p.m. Uh, meeting for football tonight? Isn't tonight your mandatory walk, all walk-ons have to attend the 6 p.m. meeting? Yeah. Well, don't you think you should be going there? Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm like, it's a mandatory meeting, Eugene. My hunch is if you don't attend the meeting, you don't get to try to walk on. Uh, his, his point was, I'm hungry and it's dinner time. His exact words, Chris, it's I'm hungry and it's dinner time. I said, I think there's going to be a problem. <laughs> wow. What do you think happened to Eugene? Uh, his college football career ended? Yes, it did. He was wow. not allowed to walk on. Wow. And still insisted that uh, potatoes were a vegetable. I was actually, and I wasn't <laughs> getting great grades at the time, so I wasn't like, oh, Chris is like straight A's. I should ask him. I was having to help him with all of his papers. So maybe he's the manager of a McDonald's somewhere eating a lot of fries. Uh, Eugene was not there after the first semester. Wow. Yeah, Eugene was gone. Um, I bet he's Eugene snuck, snuck food into his room. <laughs> okay, another one. That I've, I've got one, Chris. Okay, yeah, that, let's hear it. And I, I want to say this because it, it is very related to uh, what, what you were talking about. Brooke is going to be going to school in about 20 days we are going to need to run our dishwasher half as much oh we have you know a healthy amount of i mean you know not abnormal but a healthy amount of glasses in our kitchen to use is this cups she must go through eight ten glasses a day yes what and then doesn't and, and then and sam then like, does like, the same thing and then just kind of like leaves them around yes Okay, are they forgetting that they're leaving the cup out somewhere and getting a new one, or it. is this just pure laziness? I don't get it. And then Sam insists that he needs so much ice in his water, and it take, and then takes like five sips. Yes, Sean, how? Where are you finding? Where were you finding the cups and the glasses? Oh, a lot of them are on our kitchen island. And, 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 not and in her room and sometimes i'll go into the rooms and there'll be a glass in the room but for the most part even last night when i was going to bed i went into the kitchen and looked around and they were like oh my gosh there's like six seven glasses like on the counter and on the island it's just like and there's only four of us living there okay to your point because you're you're right on the money uh a few months ago we tried this so this, the basketball team Sam was on at the time. I noticed the coach, which I really liked this. Anytime a kid did something that wasn't, you know, jiving with what the coach wanted or something, he'd just yell, 
uh, you know, Greg, give me a lap. And they'd have to immediately do a lap. So I thought, you know what, we're going to start that at home. Not, an act- <laughs> not actually running a lap, but I, I sat the kids down and I told the story about Sam's basketball uh, and how the coach said this. I said, we're going to start, we're going to institute that here at home, that if you do something, I'm, I'm just, or Alex will, will say, you owe me a lap. And what they had to do then was come up, okay, what could be, what could be a lap? So it could be, I have to pick up uh, the poop, the dog's poop in the backyard. I have. In other words, in, in other words, you tell them that, and they need to figure out why you're saying. They well, I I created a list. They created a list of what a lap could mean, and so then if I wasn't happy with something, I would say you you owe me a lap, and then they would have to go to this jar and pick out something. And it was some sort of penalty. <laughs> One of the penalties that they came up with was, I have to take all of the cups out of out of the bedrooms and put them, <laughs> and put them in the dishwasher because it's a real thing. And right. sure enough, one of one of them uh, one of them picked that, and there's like twelve cups coming from downstairs. That's hysterical. Um, the other one that I wanted to hit on that I just don't remember. Maybe I did it, Sean. I don't know if if you did this. I feel it's it's worse, but we're older, and maybe I'm just the old old man. Get off my lawn. The selective hearing of children is mind-boggling to me. Sort of like the selective hearing of men when it comes to the women. Hey, now. <laughs> well. Robin, let's stay on topic. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, there's, some truth, there's some truth to that. Right. There's a certain um, tone that guys don't hear when women talk. There's well, truth to that. There's a certain tone in a woman's voice. Well, we've voice. been through this. Uh, this yeah. Alex, you know, has the issue of let's bring up things when it's clear I'm not even paying attention during some sort of sporting event. And I'll just turn to her now and just be like, do you really think I'm going to remember this? No. Why are you saying it now? It just makes me feel good to, to make sure that I, that I said it. Okay. But I love your selective hearing because yeah. this happens in my, my current residence. With the kids? My granddaughter just turned 10 yesterday. And for three weeks, she got her phone taken away because of this exact reason. Plates of food in the room, a messy room that needed to be cleaned up, soda, sure. soda cans everywhere. Yes. And for three weeks, her mother got on her and she just wouldn't listen. So she started really working because she lost her phone and her video game privileges. <laughs> and the birthday party wasn't going to happen without the room being clean. So well, we did that. Yeah. So three weeks later, here I am. I, I go in there. My daughter-in-law's like, I just don't get it. Nothing seems to affect her. So I said, why don't you let me say something? I go in there and I look at her and I say, hey. I hear we have a birthday party coming up, but we can't have one because this room's not clean yet. I said, you know, that really sucks because now that I moved over here near you guys, I want to be a part of this. So she declared, I'm going to have my room done tonight. And guess what happened? Nothing. No, she got the room clean. Oh, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Selective hearing because sometimes they get sick of hearing it from the parents. They tune you out. 
Okay, yeah, you're and not, you weren't, yeah. And uh, grandma's now living in the same right. area. So, hey, you know, let's, uh, let's uh, kind of treat the house a little bit better now that grandma's in here using your bathroom and sitting on your couch. And it's interesting how the selective hearing works. But it is, like, Addison might be the worst. So she's 13, listener. And you'll call her, you know, three times. Addison. Nothing. Addison. Nothing. Alex, do we have any, uh, do we have any more brownies down here? Oh, Addison, hey. Uh, <laughs> I've tested it. You know, I've, I've called, I've called, I've called, and then I've truly whispered something on the couch to, to Alex, and she will hear that, and I'll get, and whatever I'm saying, uh, I might whisper, like, uh, you know, have you, se- have you seen Addison's grades lately? Because I, I think we probably have to have a, have a talk with, with Addison and her grades. No, we don't. Where did, where did you come from? <laughs> wow. An hour ago, I called you three times. You didn't hear that. Okay, got it. The most selective hearing. That, that drives me insane. Uh, the only other, the other one that I wrote down, and we brought this up on an earlier show, and it's still happening, and I do not understand this, is the straw wrapper continues to somehow not find its way to a trash can. <laughs> Every kid. Sean, you're just staring at me. Uh, no, I, I'm I, getting. I, I actually got a little turned on. That was that was odd. Straw wrappers. I, I don't know. I, I I don't even know what to say about that one. That's not a thing at your house. We don't have straw wrappers. We don't use straws. Oh, you're in California. <laughs> Is that an Arizona thing? More straws in Arizona? Well, it's just normal. Yeah, we're not weird like your state. Well, you know how to so. solve. You know how to solve both the the major glass and straw thing. Again, going back to my own family, what they're doing, the kids get decorative cups, like what I'm holding okay. up. The listener can't see it, but it's, it's those tumblers that have yeah. lids on it. So they get to pick out these decorative little tumbler cups that they have that has the metal straw built into it. And right. that it. is usually what they drink out of a lot, unless they drink out of a can of soda. Then the soda cans are everywhere. But that's how they eliminate the glasses being everywhere in their house. We took a different stance. We just have them cup their hands, and then we just, we just pour the juice into the hands. How's that working out for you? Really well. We go Right, out of, the, yeah, right we, out of the jug. We, just, we, we, we line them up in the backyard, and then we just, we just pour, pour the juice into their hands. We'll teach you what it's like when they didn't have glasses. Oh, you want a straw? Here. One thing that's kind of related to the uh, selective hearing, I don't know if this is quite that, but... Um, I think it was Monday evening, and um, uh, I was asking Parker to uh, go with me to go do something that was that was for him, and he was excited to go do it, and he needed to come home from his activity and take a shower and get ready, and then we needed to get on the road to go do this. So I'm home. He comes in. He gets into the shower really quickly. He gets ready, and I'm sitting out there waiting. I'm talking to my wife, and then all of a sudden I hear him. I hear I hear some bass, and he's just back in his room playing the bass. 
<laughs> and I just go, Parker, what are you doing? What are you like, doing? I'm literally waiting out here. Like, the car is running. <laughs> He's just sitting there playing the bass. <laughs> just doesn't hasn't quite he's a pretty intelligent kid but hasn't quite put it together yet uh, <laughs> that happened the other day uh i told sam that we were going to addison's uh soccer game and i'm like you you don't he didn't want to go and i'm like you know what you don't have to go and then i i i tell him hey we're, we're going to addison's soccer game and We'll be back, you know, in an hour. He's like, oh, no, hold on. I'll, I'll be right there. He's in the shower. <laughs> he's showering, and he says, hold on. I'll, I'll be right there. I said, Sam, we're in the car. We're, we're leaving. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and anyway, uh, two quick things before we get out of here. I have my NFL fantasy football draft tonight. Very serious business. This is for money. Good luck. Uh, I could I could completely tune out a thirty minute Zoom call, but I will be I will be all over this uh, NFL draft, like I'm uh, discovering plutonium or something. Uh, and then I just want to I'm starting this, Sean. I would love for you to to come on board, but I've started this online in various outlets on Facebook, but I'm making a hard push that the Killers should get the halftime show at the Super Bowl. They are a Vegas band. The Super Bowl's in Vegas. They put on an amazing show. I don't want to see Harry Styles. I think they're going after ACDC. I have not heard that. That's the latest one I heard. I heard Harry Styles and Miley Cyrus, and I was like, nope, we have to start this. I want the Killers getting the halftime show. Um. How do you first feel about I, that? First, I agree with Robin. Then I agree with you. ACDC? That would be pretty incredible. Why not? Arena I can't, Rock. I can't. Oh, no. I would. I don't have any problem with that yeah, whatsoever. I like than, ACDC. That's better than Miley Cyrus and Harry Styles. I cannot see that happening. Well, that's the rumor I heard this morning. So that's kind of cool if it's true. Okay. But with the Super Bowl, Chris, and, and, and you know this, I think, but you know the halftime performers... Don't they really kind of have to have a reason to do it? Because they basically pay, they they flip the bill for it, don't they? Uh, I don't think they get paid. I think they're looking that being the halftime show, they're going to make millions from the publicity. Yeah, well, I, I learned I, well so, exactly right. So um, they like Taylor to, they, Swift they, turned it down. Like I don't need like I don't need to do that. Right, but they need to, they need to be publicizing something. If the, now the killers come uh, out, the killers an album, have a new to... album coming out. The killers do. Yeah. Oh well, then there you go. And Boom. they're on tour right now. All right, I'm with you. And I think they're the best band that we have currently. All right, that was fun, Sean. Thanks as always. You bet. And um, yeah, I'm 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 on it, Chris. I, I support you. Thanks, dude. Have a good <laughs> week. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to The Dad Podcast with Chris Brewer. Join us next time as we continue our conversations about everything dad. Right here at StarWorldWideNetworks.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.